coming up on The Overcoming Life with Jimmy Evans. The source of agape love is not in us. It's just not us. We don't have it. It's not natural to us. In order, the fruit of the Spirit is love. The fruit of our flesh is hostility, contentions, outbursts of anger, selfishness, all those things that are so natural. And for many of us, we watch those things destroy our families. Sin destroys families. The Holy Spirit heals and builds families. say you love your family? What do you mean by that? When you say I love you to your husband or to your wife, when you say you love your children or your grandchildren or your parents, what do you mean by that? Are you saying that you have a strong feeling for them towards your wife or husband? Are you saying you sexually desire them? Are you saying, I love you like a friend? I mean, I have a fond affection towards you. Are you saying, I feel a family bond with you? What do you, what do you mean by that? Okay, let me say this. If you mean passion, it's gonna leave. Listen, I love Jesus, but I'm not always passionate about Jesus. I've made a decision to love Jesus, but sometimes I feel more passionate than other times about Jesus. We all do, because feelings come and go. You can't regulate feelings. So, you know, you're, you're in love, you're about to get married, or maybe you're married and, and you're very sexually attracted to each other. That changes. That changes. It comes and goes. You can't rely on that. You say, I love you like a friend. Okay, what happens when bad times hit? They're not acting like a friend or they betray you or something bad happens and that feeling goes. What happens when that family bond? There's problems in the family that overcome the feeling of that family bond. And, and I'm saying this, you cannot depend on a feeling. You simply cannot. If your love means an emotion, you have a very unstable foundation of love in your family. I'm just saying it won't support your family. That, that is not a supportable foundation. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to feel. If you feel passion, if you feel attraction, if you feel friendship, I'm not saying that it's wrong to feel. I'm saying it's wrong to base your love for another person on an emotion, and you need to thank God that God doesn't. When God tells us he loves us, what God is saying is, I will never change my mind. I'm in love with you. This is not a feeling. I don't need a chemistry. Agape doesn't need a chemistry. Agape will never say, I don't love you anymore. I'm out of love. Agape doesn't say that because agape doesn't run out of will. But if you have a feeling, you're gonna run out of that feeling. I'm telling you right now, your feelings cannot dictate your life. There's nothing more painful in the world than a person who lives by their emotions. Your emotions will tear you apart if you let them be the engine. Our emotions are the caboose. They're there. They sometimes are good. They sometimes are bad. Sometimes they're up. Sometimes they're down. Do not let your life be led by emotions. Emotions are the caboose. My will is the engine. And what I have said to Karen Evans is, I will love you for the rest of my life. I might not like you right now. I might not have any feelings right now. 
I may not have any attraction right now, but I have decided, like God decided to me, that for the rest of my life, I will only do what is good for you, regardless of how I feel, regardless of the circumstances. So when I say to Karen Evans, when I say to my children and grandchildren, I love them, what I'm saying to you is, like God loves me, I've made a decision in good times and in bad to only do what's best for you. That's what I mean by that. I've made a choice to love you regardless of how I feel or the circumstances. I will only seek what's best for you and I'll be faithful for you. So the nature of love, when you talk about love, and let, let me say this now, just look at Hollywood. If you wanna see how miserable people can be through chemistry and by feelings, just look at Hollywood. Look at these, these relationships. They've got all the money in the world. They're the best looking people on earth. If chemistry could make a relationship work, they would explode when they kissed. But they get married, they have these three, four, five million dollar weddings, and then it explodes because it was based on sexual attraction and passion. And there was not the foundation of a godly will behind it. And I love those people, and Karen and I pray for them all the time. I'm not better than they are. But look at them. Then I'm saying look at them because they're public. What makes a family that is loving is an act of your will that does not change that stands during good times and bad, and it acts like God when ungodly things are happening. The source of that love is God. The source of agape love is God, 1 John 4, 16. We have known and believed that the love that God has for us, God is love, and he who loves abides in love, abides in God, and God is in him. See, agape love isn't something, it's someone, literally. When you're walking in agape love, you're walking in the presence of God. This is why it's unique to Christians. Non-Christians cannot walk in agape love. It's not saying they can't love or they can't be very friendly people or have you know, a, a, a compassion or a, a goodness in them, but not to the level that a believer can. Because when we're abiding in love, agape, we're abiding in God. This is Galatians 5. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Do you understand when the Bible tells you to love other people, you don't have that in you? only in a very humanistic sense. If I come to you as a non-believer, if you're, if you're not a believer in Christ, and I say, you need to love your neighbor, you can either have epithemia toward them, or eros toward them, or phileo toward them, storge toward them, you can't have agape, because agape is unique to people who are dependent on the Holy Spirit, because the fruit of the Spirit is agape. That's the word agape right there. How do you get agape love? You get it from God. This, the, the Holy Spirit is the oil the engine of our emotions was designed to run on. We were never designed to function in relationship without the Holy Spirit. Now listen to me. I've been a believer for 41 years. I've been saved for 41 years. After 41 years of knowing God, it is amazing how carnal I can be when I'm not close to God. After 41 years of knowing God, it is amazing how godly and righteous I can be in difficult circumstances when I'm walking close to God. Because the closer I am to God, the more my emotions are oiled with agape love and I don't overheat. Now listen, this is Galatians 5. This is right before where it says the fruit of the Spirit. Listen to what this says. Galatians 5, 17. The flesh lusts against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. If you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, 
idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. So you only, you only have two choices. The apostle Paul says here, there's only the flesh and the spirit, and they hate each other. The spirit hates the deeds of the flesh, and the flesh hates the presence of the Holy Spirit. And the flesh is talking about our fallen nature. There, there's, a, there's a constant battle inside of us of who's gonna win, uh, who's gonna control our behavior, the Holy Spirit or our fallen nature. And here's what Paul is saying is, unless you're depending on the Holy Spirit, <laughs> your flesh is gonna take over. Because we are fallen, our flesh is a very thin veneer, and when we get in heated circumstances, we don't act good. The best of us, we don't act good. Look at society today. When you're not walking dependent upon the Holy Spirit, you're not gonna have agape love flowing through. It doesn't mean you're not on your way to heaven or you don't love God. It just means you're not gonna act like it. And your family is gonna pay the price for it. Listen, when Karen and I wake up in the morning, the first thing we do is have our quiet times. We did it this morning. I go to my place in the house. She goes to her place in the house. And we spend time with Jesus. And when I get with Jesus, there's two very important things I do. The first is, is I admit my inability to love my family without his help. I just tell the Lord all the time, I can't love Karen without your help. I just can't. I can't love my family. I, I can't do, Lord, what you called me to do. I just can't without your help. And that the Lord loves that. See, the Lord loves us to be weak so he can be strong. The Lord loves us to need him so he can help us. And here's the other thing I do. I take my hurts, my jealousies, my envies, my pettiness, my small-mindedness, my small-heartedness. I take everything to Jesus, admit it, and ask him to forgive me and help me with it. And when I come out of my quiet time, having been with Jesus, I'm ready to love my family. But until I've been with Jesus, I'm not ready to love my family. The source of agape love is not in us. It's just not us. We don't have it. It's not natural to us. In order, The fruit of the Spirit is love. The fruit of our flesh is hostility, contentions, outbursts of anger, selfishness, all those things that are so natural. And for many of us, we watch those things destroy our families. Sin destroys families. The Holy Spirit heals and builds families. I've watched my family be destroyed by sin. We've watched our family. I'm not talking about our immediate family. I'm talking about areas of our family. I've seen family members destroy themselves through sin. But I've watched the Holy Spirit heal our family and build our family. Sin will destroy your family. The Holy Spirit will build your family. And the best thing you can do for your family every morning is go get with God and say, Holy Spirit, I can't do this. I can't do this today without you and take your hurts, your fears, your needs to him, and he will fill you up. And now your engine, your emotional engine is filled with the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. You're ready to be a husband. You're ready to be a wife. You're ready to be a son. You're ready to be a daughter. You're ready to be a mother. You're ready to be a father. You're ready to love your family because of the agape power of the Holy Spirit of God that he and he alone gives to his children who depend upon him. A loving family is loving because of their relationship with God and their dependence upon God. And without a dependence upon God, you're gonna have a tough time. 
Because even though we may be on our way to heaven and we love God, our flesh will take over if we don't yield it to the Holy Spirit. God builds families by bringing a man and woman together in marriage. Let your family be the family that God built. In this inspiring series, Jimmy Evans will show you the steps to having a lasting, loving family. This is about helping us to have a better future and helping us to build a family that will last. Support the overcoming life with your gift of any amount, and we'll send you Jimmy's book, Seven Secrets of Successful Families. Receive the complete series, The Family That God Built, on CD or audio download, and Jimmy's book, Seven Secrets of Successful Families, for your gift of $45 or more. For your gift of $90 or more, you'll receive the complete video and audio series, The Family That God Built, on DVD and CD or as a digital download, along with Jimmy's book, Seven Secrets of Successful Families. Follow God's plan for building healthy families and have a successful family for generations. Understanding the nature of agape love, and I'm gonna close this message. This is an acrostic. We're gonna spell agape by using a little acrostic here just so you can remember because these are some fuller definitions of what agape love means in the biblical sense. The A of agape is always gracious and faithful. Agape love is the most consistent love on earth. Someone told me one time, they said they felt like God was schizophrenic. Some days he loves me, some days he doesn't love me. The most stable personality in the universe is that of God. And the most stable love, I've known God for 41 years and I'm just telling you, he's the most stable person I've ever met. He never changes. 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy, love does not parade itself and is not puffed up. Love does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Now listen, agape love is not enabling. Agape love is not a love that, agape love will never help a person self-destruct. But that's because it only seeks the best for another person. If you're an alcoholic, I'm not going to help you destroy yourself. If you're a drug addict, I'm not going to help you destroy yourself. Why? Because I love you too much. I'm not going to be hostile towards you. I'm not going to say unkind things towards you. But see, I'm thankful that God's love is so consistent, but I'm thankful that God's love is so strong. He will never change his behavior toward me regardless of the way that I'm acting. He's not going to help me self-destruct but he's not gonna leave me in the bad times. This is, by the way, I love this scripture, Luke 6. Listen to what Jesus says here about love. I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. To the one who strikes you on the one cheek, offer the other also. From him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who asks of you, and from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. And just as you want men to do to you, you do to them likewise. But if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. Agape love is not naive, but I'm gonna say this about your family. There's gonna be hurt feelings in your family. You're gonna hurt each other's feelings. You're gonna disappoint each other. You're gonna let each other down. And humanistic love is a tit-for-tat kind of a love. It's a performance-based love. And here's what it says. Based on how you treat me, I'll treat you that way. If you're nice to me, I'll be nice to you. If you do good to me, I'll do good to you. I have this little bank, 
and you've got about $3.83 in my little love bank right now. So I can love you $3.83 worth, but not any more than that because I don't want to enable you. Here's what God love says. I'm not going to help you self-destruct, but I'm going to give you the same unconditional love that God gave me, that even if you're not treating me right, I'm going to treat you right. And I'm going to be the redeemer in this family that redeems us from the hell of conditional love and hurting each other in this tit-for-tat type of thing that goes on. Always loving and gracious. That, that's God's love. Number two, the G of agape is generous and sacrificial. Agape love, because it flows out of God, is generous and sacrificial. John three sixteen. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God didn't give us something, he gave us himself. And this is what God says to husbands in Ephesians five twenty five: Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. See, what, what women want from their husbands is them. They, they don't mind jewelry. I mean, they, they like that, gifts and things like that. I know I've got one of those women at home. Karen wants me. My children want me. I heard one time somebody say, children spell love, T-I-M-E. I heard this saying, you've probably heard me say this before, if the devil can't get behind you and stop in front of you and stop you, he'll get behind you and push you too fast. But there are many children that their parents give them everything except them. I grew up in that situation. Generosity, agape love means I'm going to give you me. God gave us him. He didn't give us an angel. Instead, he gave us him. And agape love says I'm going to be generous with me. I'm going to give you me. Like God gives me him, I'm going to give you me. It's the most important thing in a relationship. We have a materialistic society that thinks if we have enough money that everything's going to be all right. I think we've proved so far that we have a lot of money in America and things aren't right because we need more of Jesus and we need to love each other better. Money can't solve all of our problems. The second, the second A in agape is about others first. This is 1 Corinthians 13 again. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely. Listen to this. Does not seek its own. Agape does not seek. Can you imagine that? Agape love does not seek its own. It does best for the other person. And in that text there, uh, Paul refers to envy. He says, doesn't envy. Here's, here's what envy is. Listen to what envy is. You can't have anything that I don't have. And if you get it, you'll pay a price. You ever been around a person like that? They hate you because you have what they want. You got a new car, they want a new car, but because they don't have a new car and you got a new car, they hate your guts. Love says, I want you to have it even if I can't. You know something? If you get something that I want, I'm gonna rejoice because I'm just gonna kind of live through your victory. And that's just gonna be an encouragement to me. That's agape, but human love is envious. It does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. And the word puffed up literally means to push your chest out. It's all about me. And here's many people in family, it's, it's like this. If I'm okay, we're okay. In our marriage, if I'm okay, we're okay. Here's what agape love says. I'm not okay until we're all okay. It's the old saying that a parent is not, never happier than their unhappiest child. I don't think that's completely true, but understand this. Agape love says, see, God was fine in heaven. God had, God had no problems in heaven when we were dying in sin. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You know why? Because it wasn't all about him, it was all about us. 
Love puts other people first. Love prefers other people. Agape love does. And another thing, by the way, he uses is rudeness. And rudeness versus kindness, the fruit of the Spirit is kindness. Rudeness says my emotions are more valuable than you. You're making me mad, and so I'm going to be rude because I'm more important than you are. The P in agape is positive and faith-filled. Love, this is again, 1 Corinthians 13. Love thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And, and another way to say, see, God, it's not naive. It's not like you're, you don't understand what the problem is. It just means you have faith in God. I believe all things. Because my God is so powerful, I can believe he can redeem our marriage. I believe that he can redeem our relationship. So I'm not gonna get all down and negative about our situation because I know how great God is. I know what God can do in this situation. The three practices that keep us positive, first of all, is prayer. Can I tell you something? You'll never be able to offend God at your family. I'm sure you've tried, I have. Did you know that God loves your family more than you love your family? And did you know that God has a plan for every one of your family members? And did you know that God will never turn on one of your family members? And when I go to God and complain sometimes about a family member, I've never had God say to me, I feel the same way. When I go and talk to God about my family members, the Lord encourages me that he's able to change them. I'm so thankful that we serve a God who doesn't take up our offenses, but helps us to overcome by his power. Through love and not hate, through godliness and not pettiness. And many of us have been in so many relationships and families where you've just seen ungodliness and pettiness and sin and jealousy and envy and hate just destroy an entire family. And the answer to that is the love of Almighty God, which is unique to him, which comes to us when we depend upon him. And it changes the way you think. It changes the way that you think. You become positive and faith-filled. Prayer, praise. Praise is a discipline. In your family, you need to praise each other all the time. All the time you praise each other. It's a discipline that reminds you what is right with them. And the third thing that we have to do to stay positive is to take our thoughts captive. The Satan is the accuser of the brethren. He's always trying to accuse your family members to you. You have to take your thoughts captive and say, this isn't God. God's not offending me toward you. God's not reminding me of what's wrong with you. This is not God. And I take you captive, Satan, of trying to offend me toward my family members and I remind myself of why I fell in love with you. I remind myself of the best things about you. Let, and by the way, negativity is the number one sign of divorce, the warning sign of divorce for the University of Washington. Four, four signs of divorce. Number one sign of divorce is a spirit of negativity that no longer do we praise each other, no longer do we remember why we love each other, but there's just this negative, sarcastic tone in the relationship. The E of agape is expressed openly and often Agape is an expressed love, open and off, uh, openly and often. Romans 5.8, God demonstrated his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. See, God demonstrates his love. The, 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 Jesus Christ demonstrated the love of God. Well, I hope this message encourages you today. It's a part of a full series of messages I do called The Family That God Built. And the reason that I produce this series of messages is to give people a very clear picture of what it means to have 
a functional family. You know, so many of us came out of families that were not functional. And, and the problem with that is, typically when you come out of a broken family, you have a broken family. And then you pass that on to your children, your grandchildren, and it becomes your legacy. But that's not the legacy that God wants for any of us, certainly not for you. The legacy that I want to leave to my children and grandchildren is a functional, godly family. I know you feel the same way. So the purpose for this series is to give us a vision, to give us a clear picture of what it means to have that kind of family. And it's possible for everyone. Anybody, If I can do it, anybody can do it. And I'm telling you, regardless of where you've come from, see, you may be the first person in your family ever to break out of the dysfunction and become functional. You may be the first person in your family ever to truly live your life for God and to do things differently. My encouragement to you is you be the Joseph. Joseph was the one in his family that went to Egypt first. And then when his family was in trouble, he saved them in Egypt. You may be the Joseph in your family. You may be the person who finally stands up and says, you know something, enough of this baloney, enough of this divorce, enough of this immorality, enough of this hurt, enough of this pain. We are going to have a family the way that God wants us to have family. That's what this resource is about. Four-part series. Our announcer is going to come on in just a minute tell you how you can get the CD, DVD, or the audio or video download of the full series. And my encouragement to you is watch it with your spouse, watch it with your family, get together, watch it, get this picture in your head, and I promise you can do it. And I promise it will not just make a difference for you today, it will make a difference for your family for generations to come. God bless you. I hope that you have had a good experience watching the program today and it's helped you to know how to have an overcoming life. God bless you. See you next time. God builds families by bringing a man and woman together in marriage. Let your family be the family that God built. In this inspiring series, Jimmy Evans will show you the steps to having a lasting, loving family. This is about helping us to have a better future and helping us to build a family that will last. Support the overcoming life with your gift of any amount, and we'll send you Jimmy's book, Seven Secrets of Successful Families. Receive the complete series, The Family That God Built, on CD or audio download, and Jimmy's book, Seven Secrets of Successful Families, for your gift of $45 or more. For your gift of $90 or more, you'll receive the complete video and audio series, The Family That God Built, on DVD and CD or as a digital download, along with Jimmy's book, Seven Secrets of Successful Families. Follow God's plan for building healthy families and have a successful family for generations. What if you could change your life in just three weeks? We believe you can. The 21-Day Total Freedom Journey is your personal path to becoming the person God made you to be, free from the pain of your past, the bondage of sin, and the tyranny of toxic thoughts. This unique online program guides you through 21 daily plans using over six hours of video teaching from Jimmy Evans and a downloadable journal for daily personal application exercises. God really just opened my eyes and just worked in some places that I didn't even know I needed Him to work in. It showed me what a bondage was, and I knew that my food addiction was not, I thought it was physical, but it wasn't. 
After the 21-day total freedom journey, follow up with 21-day inner healing journey. Designed in a similar format, this teaching app and journal will help transform your heart, mind, and spirit. You are three weeks away from freedom and a transformed life. Visit 21dayjourney.com. Thank you for watching The Overcoming Life with Jimmy Evans. Support The Overcoming Life with your best gift and receive the series, The Family That God Built. Start the path to becoming the person God made you to be with the 21-day total freedom journey. With 21 daily plans and video teachings from Jimmy Evans, this app will help transform your heart, mind, and spirit. Visit 21dayjourney.com. This program is made possible by the generous support of our faithful partners.